This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Christina. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. Laughing with Gingers is the podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That little red, white, and blue head over there is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. Oh my God, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> that is Sarah Alvin wearing all black, <laughs> my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. Oh my God, where's the blue coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the 4th of July episode. Yay, Marika. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> um. So today, as I just said, we are talking about the Fourth of July. Um. And I suspect we brought very different things to this episode. Um. Which Christina lovingly named Ginger Sparks. <laughs> um. Because she's a little spark plug over there. I thought that was really cute, Ginger Sparks. You're sparky. I'm sparky. We're we're all sparky. <laughs> yeah, I will. Of course, I brought history of the fireworks and where they originated from, and that they weren't actually originally made for celebration. Um, and then I kind of dove into what the heck. Like, why are fireworks on 4th of July anyway? Like, where did that happen? Okay. I'm excited to learn about this. Um, And I brought 4th of July themed jokes. Yay! And and the craziest 4th of July parades in the U.S. Oh, my God. That's going to be really funny. I'm excited for that. (laughs) Well, I also, so, I do want, I don't know when we want to do, I have a little PSA that I want to say. Ooh, that rhymes. <laughs> so when we, when I want to stick that in there, should we talk about it now or like in a minute? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. You know, Go ahead. Fourth of July coming up. There's a lot of loud noises that happen and me being the animal lover that I am and, you know, I, do, I don't eat meat. I'm plant-based. I It breaks my heart a little. I love, love, love fireworks, but it also breaks my heart with the wildlife that gets very disturbed by all the loud noises and all the lights. And on top of it, our little furry friends um, bolt. They can run away. They try to escape the backyard. They get really, really scared. And so – Having volunteered a whole bunch of times at animal shelters, they get overrun by the lost animals that run away because of all the really scary noises. Totally get it. It is probably very alarming if you're a dog and you don't realize it's the 4th of July. (laughs) So. I mean, what day is it anyway? (laughs) So anyway, that's my PSA is be very careful what you're doing with your puppies and your kitties and just be kind of aware of that whole situation. And don't forget, you know, our awesome friends at Chill Paws offers up CBD oils. I actually 
tried it on myself because they're human grade and literally I'm laying there in bed on Reddit and 10 minutes later, I'm like, Ooh, I'm tired. And I have the best night's sleep. <laughs> so they're great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you get a discount, um, when you order through us. So it's clue 15, it's C L O U. Cause it's my Cluso who was named after, um, uh, the pink Panther, uh, the OG pink Panther, Peter Sellers, um, a king of comedy in his own way. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the other thing is that I wanted to mention, cause Christina mentioned this offline, you know, wanting to, to, to address, you know, the anxiety and, and scare that can happen. But uh, a couple other things that I wanted to mention is make sure your animal is chipped. Um, if, if you don't have them chipped and make sure it's updated because a lot of times if you got your, your animal from like a breeder or you got them for, from, um, like a rescue organization, they're chipped to that breeder or the organization and you have to go in and manually change it or have your vet change it. So, um, you know, make sure your, your animals chipped so that they don't end up going into, you know, having to get adopted by someone else or something. That would be such a heartbreaking thing. Also, uh, heat stroke is a real thing for brachycephalic dogs and other dogs alike. Um, my squish facey bud has, you know, overheated on many occasions. So cooling vests, limiting time outside, all that good stuff. Uh, take care of your pet this summer. It's super important. Um, to make sure that they're they're healthy and and really you know watch out for them because they can't watch out for themselves. I know they're so innocent and cute. I know my little stinker is a snorosaurus right next to me. I don't know if you can hear him. I haven't, but I'm sure I will. <laughs> he just heard me say that and stopped snoring for a second. All right. Well, let's get speaking into of it. him. Oh, yeah. um, speaking of him, go ahead. Sorry, I don't know if I told you this. Uh, so, not everybody knows this, but he had surgery recently, and today he went in to see his surgeon, and he pooped on her. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Hello, good to see you." Oh, he got so excited, and he just pooped. <laughs> Did you ask her how many times she's like as a pet surgeon? How many times has she gotten pooped on? I didn't, but I should have asked her. Yeah, I bet you it's more than once. I bet you this is not the first time. <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. Yes. Yes. All right. Do you want to start with some jokes? Um. Well. How come there aren't any knock-knock jokes about America? I don't know, Sarah. Why not? Because freedom rings. Uh It doesn't knock. (laughs) (laughs) We need a sound effect. (laughs) Ba-dum-bum. That's funny. Oh, boy. Um, What's the difference between a duck and George Washington? Um, I don't, I can't, I don't know. One has a bill on its face. The other has a face on a bill. Dang it. (laughs) I should have guessed it. Ah. Um, what did the colonists wear to the Boston Tea Party? Um, pantaloons. (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. That is so <laughs> obvious. 
This is how this You want to lay some history on me? I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to lay some history down? Okay, so many historians believe that fireworks originally were developed in the 2nd century BC in ancient China. It is believed that the first natural firecrackers or bamboo stalks that were thrown in a fire, they'd explode with a bang because they overheated and they had the hollowed out air pockets like within the center of the bamboo. And the Chinese believe these natural firecrackers actually would ward off evil spirits. So they weren't even meant for celebration. Um, And... So what the, the ancient Chinese alchemists did was mix potassium nitrate, sulfur, and charcoal to produce this like black flaky powder, which was is thought to be the original gunpowder. And then they pour it into the hollowed out bamboo sticks and then later, you know, started using paper tubes like we use today. And that was the first man-made firework. Well, look at that. Wham, bam. Firecrack, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, so then fireworks actually made their way to Europe in the 13th and uh, and by the 15th century, 13th century. So by the 15th century, they were widely used as religious festivals and entertainment. And then the Italians were the first Europeans to actually manufacture fireworks. And European rulers were especially fond of the use of fireworks to enchant their subjects and illuminate the castles on important occasions. As a quote. That's why my voice changed. My voice changed like italic in quotes. (laughs) Could you tell? (laughs) I could. You know, I heard it and I thought, this is italicized. (laughs) Italicized quote. It's right here. Oh man! All right, all right. Your turn now. Lays the more like fire or ginger spark dad jokes on me. What was the most popular dance in seventeen seventy six? Um, I don't know. The wait, independent. <laughs> I was literally about to be like, was it the Dance of Independence? (laughs) That makes no sense. I mean, it makes logical sense. It's just not very putty. No, no, it's not. I'm terrible at that. If you crossed a patriot with a curly-haired dog, what would you get? Um, I don't know. A Yankee poodle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad at these. Good thing we're not actually keeping score. (laughs) I am I'm losing. That's because Yeah, that's because you haven't gotten any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the biggest jokester in George Washington's army? I have no idea. Lafayette. Oh my god. 
That was terrible. Eh? <laughs> we need the sound effect. Womp womp. <laughs> oh boy. Um, for those of you who don't get it, it's because Lafayette was a a person in George Washington's army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which doesn't make it funnier, but I liked that it had Laffy in it. I do like that. It's like our Laffy hours. I know. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear about these parades? I, or do, I do. do you want to give me some more history first? Well, let's hear about the parades. I'm very curious. All right. Um, I'm probably going to make mistakes on every – single pronunciation here. So we're just – that's just going to be fine with everyone. Listen, I am more than fine with it. It's it's about time someone besides me mispronounces things. All right. In Willimantic – who knows if I'm saying that right? Connecticut. Willie Boombox Parade is celebrated <gasps> on the 4th of July. Oh, my God. The name of that parade is past- awesome. <laughs> Willie Boombox? It's like a blue man. Instead of Willie Mantic. (laughs) So for the past 30 years in Willimantic, uh, Connecticut, or Willimantic, Connecticut has hosted an annual Boombox Parade on July 4th. Why Boomboxes, you may ask? Well, it was a matter of necessity. In 1986, no marching bands were available to perform in a Memorial Day parade, so the town had to get creative. (laughs) Willimantic resident Kathleen Clark suggested that the local radio station, Willie, play marching band music while the parade participants carry boombox radios tuned to Willie. (laughs) Since the town's name... (laughs) Or since the town's first boombox parade, which happened on the 4th of July rather than Memorial Day, thousands of people have celebrated Independence Day by wearing red, white, and blue and carrying a radio tuned to Willie. I love that so much. (laughs) Willie boombox parade. Like, I want to be a part of that. (laughs) Uh, I love how things just organically happen in magical ways like that. I know, and I like how they knew who started, who made the suggestion, too. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, if anyone knows Kathleen Clark, tell her we approve. Uh, Laughing with Ginger's approved. (laughs) (laughs) We we should get a little, like, stamper with that. I know. You know, like, super quick story. I have a friend who her, like, burning man name is Squeaky D. So shout out to Squeaky D out there. And any and she wears a, um, what do you call it, like a squeaky um, duck, you know, the kind that just squeak like a squeaky toy. And anytime she approves of something someone said, she's like, that's Squeaky D approved. And she's like, squeak, squeak. <laughs> It's so great. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's sure something. <laughs> um, so you want another joke? 
Yeah, I do. What do you call an American drawing? Oh, my God. Squeaky toy. <laughs> no, did you Did you have that? to mention the squeaky toy? I know. I know. <laughs> Angie's slacking on her job down there. I know. I'm so, like, annoyed right now. Um, anywho. So behind the scenes, uh, Christina just had to let the dog in the room. And it is squeaking a squeaky toy. <laughs> Her favorite toy is in here, and it happens to be a squeaky toy. It's squeakity approved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So what do you call an American drawing? Um, a U.S. – I don't know. What do you call it? <laughs> a Yankee doodle. Oh, damn. I feel like such an idiot that I can't get these like popsicle jokes. <laughs> popsicle stick jokes. <laughs> popsicle stick jokes. You're I right. Know. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. All right. Lay some history on me, lady. Okay. So here we go. The 4th of July celebrates the date on which the Declaration of Independence was adopted by the Continental Congress in 1776. I think we all know that. And while there were actually no fireworks in the air on the day of the founding fathers signing their names to the famous document, we have actually we actually have President John Adams to thank for our loud and colorful tradition. That's like America summarized very nicely, loud and colorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's us summarized. That's right. loud and ginger summarized. <laughs> that should be our band name. <laughs> that should be on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So before signing the Declaration of Independence in 1776, Adams wrote a letter to his wife Abigail saying the date, in quote, let me get my italic quote voice. The date will be the most memorable in history of America. I'm apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival, he wrote. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shoes of games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other. From this time forward, forevermore. Boy, they wrote very colorfully back then. God, and imagine how many times he had to dip the quill to write that sentence. Uh, <laughs> you think they'd be short and to the point back then? Because how hard was it to write? You would think. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. That yeah, like, and you can't erase anything. No, there's no like going back and deleting at all. So I'll hold I'll hold off until maybe like after the break on like the actual first recorded like Fourth of July party. That was his declaration. So that's what he's like. He's laying out. He's pre gaming it. He's like, listen, Abigail, this is what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna make it happen. He was like the party founding father. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think anyone has ever said that about John Adams, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> Listen, he wanted games, he wanted sports, guns, bells, bonfires, <laughs> illumination, like everything. Oh my God, you just recovered a memory for me that now I have to share. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first moved to Virginia, because I grew up in Maryland, um, I lived in DC for eight and a half years, and then we moved to Virginia uh, four years ago. Yeah. Memorial Day. Okay. Um, so um, actually, no, four years ago, 10 days ago. Whoa. Is when we happy actually four moved. year anniversary. Thanks. Um, okay, so when we first came, they sent out and like the Arlington County, which is our county we live in, sent out this like thing for you know watch out for X, Y, and Z. Take care of your pets this way, kind of what we did. But they also put in their stray bullets. What? <laughs> Like, people are just firing guns willy-nilly, and I was like, where did you move me? Oh, yeah, no kidding. That is a little scary. And then I asked Philippe if we had to get a musket and mount it above the door. (laughs) As a warning, heed all ye neighbors. Keep your guns elsewhere. This isn't the house for stray bullets. Keep moving. That sounds terrible. A stray bullet. Isn't that like so weird? Yeah, that's really weird. So uh, to this day, I have not – I mean, we can – technically, I hear the 21-gun salute almost every day, all day in Arlington National Cemetery because we're like right there. I mean, we're like three quarters of a mile from one part, one half of the cemetery um, as the crow flies. So we can hear, you know, the cannons and the guns and things that go off there. But we have yet to have any weird Fourth of July celebrations that our gun just shooting related <laughs> that I have experienced. Well, I'm also just to be clear. how do you how do you avoid a stray bullet? Like it's that's the, by definition, it's a stray bullet that's just. It's just a running amok. How do you like jump out of the way of a a running amok, you know, bullet? Do you wear your chain mail or like your bulletproof hat in case it comes from above? (laughs) Your chain mail. (laughs) I think they call it bulletproof vest nowadays, Sarah, but I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, my God. What do you get when you cross a dinosaur with fireworks? Oh, gosh. It's got to be some dinosaur name. A, I don't know. Dynamite. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate it. I was like, Triceratops, Pterodactyl, (laughs) (laughs) nothing was fitting. (laughs) And speaking of Squeaky D, what did the ducks, or sorry, why did the ducks say bang? Um, 
I don't know. Because he was a fire quacker. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like this episode is safe for kids. <laughs> Normally, we're not I almost fun. said the F word in the beginning. <laughs> Besides that part. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, do you want to hear about another parade and then um, either we can take a break or you can drop some more history on let's, this? Yeah, let's hear another parade and then break time. Okay. Peach Tree Road Race in Atlanta, Georgia. Rather than watch people parade, participants march or stand on a float. Wait. Hold on. Rather than watch parade participants march or stand on a float, there was a comma in my reading that wasn't there in real life. <laughs> An important one. <laughs> some, <laughs> some Atlantans spend their 4th of July morning watching 60,000 people run a 10K. Since uh, 1970, the Peachtree Road Race is the largest 10K in the world and 150,000 spectators camp out around different spots of the race to watch and encourage the runners. And everyone celebrates both the 4th of July and the end of the race at Atlanta's Piedmont Park. Aww. I thought that was cute. That's really cute. I mean, it's not funny, but it's cute. It's super cute. <laughs> Do you want to hear a funny race that Jennifer, that we all know and love, did? Jennifer Summerman? Yeah. Yes. So I might have said this already on the air, but I don't know. So at Burning Man, they have this beer mile race. So what you have to do is you run a quarter of a mile, you chug a whole beer, you run another quarter, chug a beer, run a quarter, chug a beer, run a quarter. So it's four beers, one mile, and you it's a race. So you have to do it fast, right? And This sounds like a recipe for barf oh, everywhere. So you're not supposed to like uh, on the playa, you leave no trace. So you can't like spit on the playa or pee or like dump your leftover drink on the playa, like nothing, right? You're supposed to have a gray water bucket. They literally hand out Ziploc bags because some people puke. <laughs> and they know that. And Ugh. it's held at two in the afternoon. So it's super hot outside. And that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. People are already dehydrated. Already dehydrated and and you're running at like the heat height of the heat. So she did it. Ugh. She did it. And I I want to say she finished in like the top 2 or 3 of women. Like she was like on it and she didn't throw up. She had a moment where she was like, "Uh-oh." <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't throw up. Here's what was interesting. I don't think one girl threw up. But there were like a dozen dudes that threw up. No, interesting. No, no lady threw up. Yeah, it was really interesting. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I drink a lot more water than Philippe does. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I bet most dudes are like, there's water and beer. I don't need to drink water. I don't. I I don't know. I just know that that is our experience, and I don't get hangovers, and he does. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> water's important. Um. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you one more question, then we'll head out to break. Okay. 
why doesn't fire get to take a day off on the 4th of July? Because uh, it has to fireworks. Because <laughs> oh, fireworks. Yeah, okay. Good job. <laughs> I get three-fourths of a point on that one. <laughs> and on that note, We're going to take a quick break on Laughing with Gingers. We will be right back. And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I am Sarah Alipin, the one and only spark plug here. Uh, No, just kidding. I've got Christina (laughs) Carrydale. We're a double spark plug. (laughs) A double ginger spark plug. We are firing on all (laughs) cylinders today. Is that? Are you being facetious, or like, are we are are we really firing on all cylinders? Oh my god! Blah 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 blah. Well, the fact that neither of us could say cylinders <laughs> makes me think one of them might be a little loggy. But uh, I I was being serious and punny all at once. <laughs> oh Lord, Lord, Lord! Huh. Hey, Christina. Hey, Sarah. Why were the first Americans like ants? Because they were pilgrims. <laughs> it does not make any sense. <laughs> because they lived in colonies. Oh, dang! Ah! Ugh. So bad. One of my favorite parts of these jokes is watching Liz try to figure it out and then like as soon as I say it, she's like, "Oh, I should have known that." Like you can see the whole thought process. <laughs> I'm like one of these. I'm gonna just like chime in with the answer and like take all the points. And I try so hard, and I'm just as bad as Christina with these because I never get them. I have not gotten a single one, guys. Oh my god! <laughs> but I'm trying so hard. <laughs> Uh, it's hard until you hear the answer you know life is tough Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's like damn it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right are you ready for another parade Mm -hmm. okay the merle's inlet boat parade in south carolina Mm. So since 1984, residents of the Merle's Inlet, South Carolina, um, have celebrated Independence Day with the boat parade. Thousands of people gather to watch the boats, which are decorated in patriotic colors, the most important of which being red. Mm. Eat food and wait for fireworks. (laughs) Uh, It costs you just $5 to enter your boat in the parade, and the best decorated gets a prize. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> Have you ever been in a parade, love- Sarah? I have. I don't know. I don't think I have. I'm trying to think if I've been on the other side of like the crowd. Sarah, I don't know. What I know I I was in a march band. So I've been in parades. Oh, that makes sense. I've I've been in I've been in many parades, and I felt like Sarah had said that she was. Did you did you not play any instruments in high school? Am I? 
I played piano. Oh, okay. But no, yeah, That's no, not you're a not going to march. Band. Around that piano. doesn't march. <laughs> I, I played the flute and oh my gosh, wearing a uniform in a parade when it's like 90 degrees is the worst thing in the world. Yeah, that sounds miserable. <laughs> And they're so itchy because they're always like so thick and like a mad wool uh, and you have a hat on and you just have like sweat dripping oh everywhere. Oh, God. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of being a costume character at um, an amusement park. Mm-hmm. Like you- where you have to wear like those heavy like fur, like be Yogi Bear or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been a, a – a- been in a costume like that, Sarah. I felt like you were talking about it from personal experience, but no. I was the Easter Bunny one year, and then I got in trouble because I kept saying hi, and the Easter Bunny is a boy, which I didn't know. Oh, oh I feel like the Easter so, Bunny. So the Easter Bunny doesn't talk. They should be so a you were supposed to say hi. <laughs> Why does it have to be a boy? I mean, I think it wears a bow tie, but. Um, I don't know. Bowie could rock a bow tie like a champ. Yeah. I, I could I'm wear sure a bow tie. I mean, I mean, I don't think I would look great in one. I could. But maybe I would probably put it in my hair because it would look cute with my hair cut. Oh, my gosh. But, <laughs> but putting a bow tie on my body would probably – it's just too formal for me. <laughs> I would totally rock a bow tie. I've never rocked one, but I would totally be down to try that look out. I can see you rocking I, a bow tie, Christina. I could see it too. I could see it too. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. I would kill it. Oh yeah, you totally would. Um, do you have some history you want to share? Yeah, okay. So continuing on about um the founding father and leader of the American Revolution and the second president of the United States and who we now know as being the party president, (laughs) President John Adams. (laughs) He is so the party president. (laughs) I know that's unofficial or I mean, that's an exclusive and you heard it here first. Yeah. He might have had a musket above his door. <laughs> okay, so Adams, well known across the colony, is is well known across the colony. So his wish for that large celebration was shared far and wide. Look at him; he is a man of influence. I mean, yeah, being president used to be a real big deal. <laughs> Now anyone can do it. <laughs> Unless you're a lady. Oh, yeah. No ladies welcomed. <laughs> oh, God. It's terrible. Okay. So on the first anniversary of the holiday, colonists celebrated all across the nation. And the first ever recorded 4th of July party was held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on July 4th, 1777. And like Adams had envisioned, it included illuminations, bells, a parade, and explosions. After a 13-gun salute to honor each of the 13 colonies, the military band performed, bells were rung, and 13 firework rockets were set off in town square. 
since then, there has not been an Independence Day celebrated without fireworks involved. Boom. Literally, boom. Literally, <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Dino might. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Pennsylvania and bells, did you hear the one about the Liberty Bell? Uh, it's a crack up. <laughs> You're really close. Yeah, it cracked me up. I was close. (laughs) Oh, so close. That was good. That was good. Um, What about uh, which colonists told the most jokes? Um, I have no idea. I mean, I did give you this one as a leading one. Um, you did? Because <laughs> we were just talking about it. Pennsylvanians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I am real on it today. <laughs> I actually thought you might get that one. <laughs> no, you're giving me way too much credit, Sarah. <laughs> Pull it back. <laughs> well, you know what needs more credit is the pet parade in Bend, Oregon. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Uh, eating hot dogs, uh, wearing patriotic clothing, and watching fireworks may be the quintessential Fourth of July experience, but some celebrate Independence Day with zanier, more atypical things. From the boombox parade to a pet parade, uh, this is maybe my favorite one of the parades. Yeah, I would have to agree. (laughs) They dress their pets up and do all kinds of stuff and then walk them down the street. I think there are like tons of videos of this on – I think it's, it might be televised even. Like I'm I'm picturing and envisioning something amazing in my head. Just saying a pet parade makes me think of a, like a bunch of like dogs just strutting their stuff all dressed up like down the road. Like look at me. Do-do-do-do. Yeah, with like like LED like flashing collars and things. Yeah, fancy. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with that idea. <laughs> You're here for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and in true form, somehow I have given myself a lead into this next parade with the flashing collars because there is a midnight parade in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <gasps> Ooh. Now, I know this is shocking, but the parade is so named because it starts – at midnight. Wow. Creative naming. <laughs> it boasts <laughs> it boasts the first Independence Day parade in the nation. So it's on July 4th at midnight. So it's like the night before. Oh, got it. The it fireworks kicks off, go off July 4th. Yeah. So um it's occurred for 40 years and despite its start time, attracts 80,000 spectators. 
The parade features marching bands, which seems like it might be not as hot, Liz, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) if you had to choose. Floats, spectators that are seriously enthusiastic, and some people camp on the sidewalk in the morning of July 3rd to get a good spot. Listen, I am here for like a midnight parade. That sounds super fun. Like all the lights that you could do. It's like the electric parade at Disneyland. That is exactly what I am picturing. Yeah, and I would love to like go to – that sounds more fun than a daytime like for the July parade to be honest. I live I know. so I live so close to Disneyland that I was able to see their fireworks pretty much every single night. Oh my god. So I, I can it. just stand on our stand on our patio and just watch the fireworks every night. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you? Were you in Anaheim? It, actually in Fullerton, but close enough to Anaheim. It was like 15 minutes to go to Disneyland from there. It's either like 15 minutes to uh, Knott's Berry Farms or 15 minutes to uh, Disneyland. So I had my pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we lived on the second floor. So it was just like a perfect view of it. <laughs> yeah. So cool. That is awesome. That's awesome. What a fun way to spend your uh, summer evenings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there was like no noise restriction there or like with fireworks. So we literally didn't have to go anywhere. We would just stand on our patio and our like neighbors behind us would have illegal fireworks, like the ginormous ones. It was pretty insane. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure people here set – yeah. We are a state that sells roadside fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. What state? Which I never don't. really thought about. I feel like every state I've ever been in does. Maryland doesn't. Uh, Delaware doesn't. DC well, certainly doesn't. But it's not live, a state yet. Where we live, Christina, they don't really sell fireworks. You can't have fireworks uh, around California here. California doesn't? Yeah. I guess. Oh, no, no. Thousand Oaks. Oh, and Thousand Oaks. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. The city that we live in. Yeah. They don't allow fireworks here. Interesting. I wonder if it's county by county in California. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it is. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if you go to like Paso Robles, which I know I say wrong, it hurts my little understanding of Spanish heart when I have to say Paso Robles. Um. It just it's so hard to say it wrong. It's like I grew up in Havity Grace, Maryland, which is not the way you say it in French and Philippe refused to say it for years. Um <laughs> Um but I feel like I remember seeing them there for some reason. You might have. But I don't know. Um yeah, it's definitely county by county cuz the county next to us did not allow fireworks. So it, it was def- definitely Every county is a little different, for sure. Interesting. Every county for themselves. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So we're doing like family time in Alabama for 4th of July, and Liz will be there. Where Liz is wanted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can't, I can't. She's going to get arrested. that state, actually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my cousin's He's- husband gets giant fireworks and because Alabama is so spacious and spread out he just does it right in his front yard and we all sit there and we watch on in the front yard it's really fun and he does a lot of I think the ones too uh- 
but you didn't hear that from me. Well, now your cousin can't live in Alabama anymore. Liz, you are no longer the most wanted member of the Curry family. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Get out of here with your confetti throwing ways. (laughs) I'm still wondering how I'm going to sneak confetti in for this trip. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Such a rule breaker. (laughs) Oh, my God. Christina's going to call them at the border and tell on you. <laughs> I'll show them a picture. See this? Her driving drunk on this tiny car. <laughs> this is her. This is who you want, want to apprehend. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to post that picture again, I, I feel like. It. So those that don't know, oh gosh. we have a picture of Liz driving a tiny little kid-sized Jeep with a glass of wine in her hand. And when we posted it the first time, Christina's mom, Jill, who's been on the podcast too, um, replied to it and said, Liz, don't drive drunk. Anora needs you. (laughs) In the most mom response ever. That is a mom response for sure. (laughs) Such a mom thing to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my gosh. I'm teed myself up again. What did the little firecracker say to the bigger firecracker? Oh, um, way to go out with a bang. That's a good one, but instead it was, hi, Pop. Oh, I was not ever going to get that one. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, we did the – Christina, do you have more history for me, by the way? I just keep going because I'm so excited. I'm out of history. You're tapped out? Okay. Um. So we did the pets parade. Now we've got the kids parade in West Seattle, Washington. Oh, eating hot. Wait, this this description is the same description as the pets one. I mean, <laughs> it is sort of the same, right? Like the kids just strut their stuff. Look, you treat a kid pretty similarly than you would treat a dog. I, I mean, from personal experience. They're interchangeable. <laughs> Maybe don't give your kids CBD unless that's, you know, prescribed by a doctor, though. <laughs> that might be the only difference, though. <laughs> is it better than NyQuil, I feel like? I mean, because, you know, NyQuil was a big thing that my parents gave us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, not much You're... different. Not much different. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, hold on. I lost my joke that I was about to say. What did the firecracker eat at the movies? Um, popcorn. Ah! <laughs> what? I feel nervous. This is all. This is all. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm. I'm tapped out. That's. That's all I needed. You had one <laughs> My good day one is in complete. you. <laughs> Coming in hot with the popcorn. 
Oh my god! I hope it was buttered. <laughs> You're still winning, Christina, though, because I have given you point seventy five of a point. So you do you do have one point five points so right now? Awesome. So. Because you were so close. So close on both of those, but like not quite there. (laughs) All right. So this is my final parade. The world's shortest parade in Aptos, California. Do they have like two floats? So I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Um, We're going to find out together. Good thing I did my homework, right? I literally didn't read this. I just put it together. (laughs) Figured it would work itself out. (laughs) So um, Aptos is about 40 miles south of San Jose, and you will find the world's shortest parade there, which spans – a whopping two city blocks. Following a pancake breakfast, the 0.6-mile parade begins at 10 a.m. and features antique cars, floats under thir- under 13 feet high. Oh. That's, that's weird. That, so not only Restriction are they like, on the distance is short, but the vehicles are short. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Like, they could have just gone. It's all pocket size. They could have just gone with the list. Sounds like my kind of parade. Yeah. <laughs> the cars would be good for Liz, you. Liz, you might have to go and report back. Um, you need to take the Jeep so- with you. <laughs> oh, So, so normally, normally I, I hook up the red wagon to the back of the little Jeep and Aww. we go and pick produce with it Aww. and we put in all our, uh, I'm going to have to post a picture because we put in our, our uh, pumpkin haul from last year and we filled it up and I drove it up to the house. Oh, so. it's so cute. <laughs> so I'll use that for the parade. Yeah. <laughs> Sign oh me my up. gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, after the parade, celebrators head to a party in the park to eat, play games, and celebrate Independence Day at Aptos Village Park. Who doesn't like a pancake breakfast? Which sounds. Yeah, they start with a pancake breakfast. They have a super teeny tiny Liz size parade, and then they go right in, uh, right into. Um, you know, I mean, eating more. We had pancakes for dinner last night, so I, yeah. I, I mean, it. It sounds like this parade was made for me, mm-hmm. so I'm surprised yeah. they even hold it without yeah, me now, know, at this point. I know. I know. <laughs> they might be holding it in honor of you. Yeah. And they you have just like, don't know. They have like pictures of me there, and like I'm, <laughs> I'm somehow famous, and I have no idea. In your marching band outfit. <laughs> And your tidy Jeep. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. That is so funny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Um, all right. Well, sadly, we are winding this episode down. And what did one flag say to the other when it was time to leave? Farewell. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> 
She was really excited about that, though, and then looked very disappointed. <laughs> and now she's hiding her face. Liz, who shall remain named, everyone. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, see you at half mast. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It just waves. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. We hope you enjoyed this sparky episode of our silly podcast where two feisty uh, white, blue, and red heads (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't work as well in reverse. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's very confusing for my brain. Um, you happen to have very loud laughs. Love to share stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and we'll post photos from the stories that we shared today. Yes, and you can, of course, send us funny stories and episode ideas and general fun, um, you know, on our Instagram. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Or you can support us at Patreon and get access to all kinds of goodies there, including behind the scenes content. We've got different membership levels. So check us out at patreon.com slash laughing with gingers. Yeah. And we're going to need to remind me what that merch idea was that I had in the beginning of this to add to our merch store, because you will be able to get your very own uh, whatever I said at the beginning of this episode that I will be designing later laughingwithgingers.com. <laughs> you can also get super cute mugs and all kinds of really fun things. Um, and you can let everyone know it's okay that you're drinking and at any point of the day at all mm-hmm. when you wear your I'm on airport time shirt. <laughs> all right. Well, tune in to Laughing With Gingers <laughs> next week for some more good times. Bye. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.